0: Hey, this is Gordon Stein with Cashflow Cookbook. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up.
1: Time to Shine Today podcast, varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 343 with rockstar author and friend of mine, Gordon Stein. He just released a book a bit ago called Cashflow Cookbook, and he really gives you some serious recipes for cooking up your financial success. And he breaks them down, shows you how easy it is, how fun it can be, and how you can still enjoy the things that you really love to in life. So make sure you break out your digital note taker, because I have three pages of notes that I took, and I couldn't take notes fast enough. And as I kind of re-listened during the editing time, I found even more things that I can implement into my financial pillar in life. So if you enjoy this episode, please, pretty please, leave a five-star review, or hit the like button. It really helps us with our sponsors and affiliates. So without further ado, here's the author of Cash Flow Cookbook and my good friend, Gordon Stein. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I got my fellow Midwestern here. Uh, Mr. Gordon Stein, and he's an international keynote speaker, blogger, personal finance expert, and author of Cash Flow Cookbook, and it's $2 million of financial freedom in 60 easy recipes, which I love his puns. We're going to really dig into it because he delivers trans- transformational talks that help people crush their number one stress, their finances. His mission is to improve financial wellness and help his audience regain focus, balance, and joy in their lives. Gordon combines his trademark wit and no BS style. That's where we're going to get along really good here. To speak with employee and association groups, financial advisors, and the media about breakthrough path to financial wellness with no risk, minimum effort, minimal sacrifice, and no budgeting. In his spare time, he's an average avid sailor, aging downhill ski racer, and not and a guitar player. He's probably pretty good. He just says he isn't. And. What I love about Gordon is digging into him, squad, is that, you know, I always talk about, I, I I talk about on stage or I talk about with my coaching clients is an inch by inch is a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. And Gordon did that in his life because the ideas began with a list. It became a spreadsheet, then a book, then a blog, newspaper column, and the focus of his speaking engagements. So that I love it that he really grew it on a slow grow instead of truly trying to jump right in. That's how you really have to grow your money as well. So Gordon, please introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why?
0: Favorite color is (laughs) green.
1: Wonder why there, brother. (laughs) That's beautiful, man. It's not only about like uh, that De Niro, that money, but it's also about rebirth a lot. And a lot of people that dig into your book, the rebirth there, Financial well-being, if you will. Hopefully, you agree with that, man. But I'd love to get to the origins uh, of your story, uh, where you kind of started and and how you really leveled up to the cash or cash flow cookbook.
0: Yeah, it's a kind of a crazy story. I was in high tech for thirty five years, uh, executive in sales, marketing, and operations, but always interested in personal finance. And I always saw people struggling with their money. And then I stumbled into a way to get car washes for free legally. Hmm. And um, I thought, gee, that's kind of interesting. It was just a little hack, just a little idea. Not long after that, I found out um, how to get discounted home alarm monitoring. So a way of saving on home alarm monitoring. I thought, these two things are pretty easy, not a big deal, but also not a lot of work. And so that started a little list. And I got curious, what else is there? What other hacks exist to free up cash flow for people without any kind of effort? So it became a list. And then I took the list. I turned it into a spreadsheet and said, hey, what about the future value? What if you took these savings and invested it for 10, 20, Mm. 30 years? Would it make a difference? The numbers, Scott, were massive. So I took it to my account and I said, hey, what's wrong with the math? Tell me where I made a mistake. And he said, it's no mistake. This would make a great book. And that's how it started. Mm. I love it. How have you been personally from
1: your younger days with your finances? Were you ever like a, like a avid spender, like you are a skier or, you know, like, like, were you, were you like that? Were you, did you kind of do wrong with your money for a little bit? Like I did, you know, I I absolutely did not take care of my financial health.
0: Yeah. You know what, in around 2000, in the middle of the tech wreck, I actually actually lost an executive job and Mm -hmm. um, hadn't really thought a lot about money, but here I was, no job, um, I owed over a half a million dollars, mm. and, which was, that was okay at the time. It was in scale with my income level, but it was pretty sobering. So now oh. there's this massive recession. There are no jobs in high technology, half a million dollars of uh, debt to deal with. Right. And that really got me thinking and, you know, leading large teams and having a lot of young people and asking me over a coffee over lunch, Hey, how do you manage your money? How do you get ahead? I just knew there was an immense demand for an easy way for people to work with their finances.
1: That's the key word there is easy. Can we unpack that a little bit and and say without doing, because I want to get people to read the book. Okay. And that's what I did. And like, what do you mean by easier, easier?
0: Well, you know, if you read all the personal finance books, you hear the same thing over and over again, you know, give up the things you love, save 10% of what you earn, um, And there's always this idea of suffering. There's this idea of pain and giving up tough things. And so people, how do they get started? Well, they'll follow the advice and they'll give up their latte. Well, what if they love their latte and they'll give up their trips, but maybe they really enjoy their trips. So why start with these things that we're emotionally connected to? Why don't we start with some mundane bills? So if Mm. we can slice our electricity bill in half, we're giving up absolutely nothing. So there's a great place to start. If I can reduce the cost of my car insurance, my home insurance, all of these things. I'm giving up nothing. I'm freeing up cash flow. I'm going to get that money working for me. That's the premise of cash flow cookbook.
1: That is that's amazing because that's what a lot of people will be is they'll turn to, oh my gosh, I have to give up stuff that I actually like when there's really, I don't want to call them hacks, but they kind of are. What you're doing to you know save more on the insurance or save more on electricity. That, that, that's amazing. A lot of that is that, you know, here's the pun for it. is it baked into the, you know, into cash flow Cookbook, a little bit of the steps there?
0: Yeah. So the book actually has two parts. So I've redone the book. The book's been out since 2017. It's gone through its seventh printing, brand oh. new US edition, brand new Canadian edition now, two totally different books. Oh, that's awesome the whole thing that I changed most recently is it starts with a part one. The part one is this story, because people love stories. And there's a couple, Eric and Keisha, and we're going to look over their shoulders in their home life. They've got mm-hmm. twin boys, and they start to make a series of financial discoveries. They start freeing up cash flow. And Wanda, their wealth advisor, says, hey, let's not just spend this money you're freeing up, let's invest it. And that's exactly what they do. So they go from living paycheck to paycheck like about 65% of us do to right. build a world where they add a million and a half to their wealth at retirement. Beautiful. But this is part one of the book. We actually watch every move that they make and when we gave it to the test readers and the focus groups. Everybody said the same thing they all said, but that's so easy. And we said, "Yes, that's well, <laughs> well, that's part one of the book. Right. Then we'll get into the specific recipes and we can chat more about those." I love it. You you
1: mentioned like you know, they say if it was easy, everyone would do it. But that's not always the case, especially when it comes to our money, because we believe that some people put a tag on money that it's that it's sinful, you know, to have. And I'm, I'm a big believer that money gives me choices, you know, and it also makes people more of what they are. So if they're kind of an asshole, they'll be more of one Um, if they're not. And so I, I love that that you put it out there like that. So. Do you, coach, uh, do you coach at all? And if you do, is it one-on-one or you do more speaking engagements?
0: I'm mostly speaking engagements, but I, do, I will do one-on-one coaching with individuals to help okay. them with their personal finances. But again, the whole thing is it needs to be easy so people actually implement it. It's yes. no different if you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to get fit. You don't start by running a 10K. Right. You know, just make some easy steps that anyone can handle. I love it. I love it. So
1: when you find around people, that you're either talking to or maybe starting to coach, what do you think that their biggest blind spot about money is?
0: They don't realize that every single bill that we all pay, every single one of those can be reduced. There is not a bill that you pay that can't be lowered. And I would say 90% of them can be done painlessly. If you read Cashflow Cookbook cover to cover, you invested 10 hours to do everything that's in that book, you could easily free up $500 a month some cases, 1000 or $2,000 a month, giving up nothing. That's, That's the answer.
1: Awesome. Still enjoy your lattes. And for me, I'm more of a Cava guy. I love my Kava root and drinks. It's, yeah, but they're expensive, so which is great. So maybe when people are starting to, like you go to the, you're speaking on stage, you're rocking a stage. You know, you get off and everybody kind of floods to you. They ask questions. You get a lot of the same questions, but is there any question... That you wish they would ask you but never do
0: people's questions um they fall into two camps a lot of them are shocking because the level of financial literacy uh here in the u.s is horrific it didn't get taught in public school and high school it didn't get caught in college most people's parents didn't teach them That's right There's man. nothing out there so, so the biggest thing on the questions is i usually take a moment and i say wow and um i always answer them of course but it really underlines people need to invest in learning about money. That's the most yes. important thing. The question I wish they'd ask more of is, you know, give me the five simple things that I can start on tonight. Because there are simple things that people can start on tonight. People can improve their finances today. It's not a six-month process. They can right. make changes, get their money working for them, instead of the other way around.
1: In in cash flow cookbook, that is kind of the steps or the ingredients and the and the recipes, are are they baked into that book then? Into yeah. your book? Okay.
0: Yeah, Scott, gotcha. we talked about part one where we look at Eric and Keisha. We get to mm-hmm. see a model. I call that section the banquet because we're seeing the whole picture. Sure. Part two is the actual cookbook, the recipes. So in the recipes, there's 60 of them. We take every area of our lives. So think about housing, transportation, food and drink, household lifestyle and financial six right. big areas we spend our money on each of those has 10 recipes the recipes are two pages long they are so simple and they come with two servings so perhaps a young person starting out in an apartment you know the idea might save them a few dollars mm-hmm. somebody or vintage maybe you have a house you've got a cottage you got three kids you got cell phone bills you've got all these things happening um the idea might save you two hundred dollars a month sure all these things are broken down. The math is all worked out. It's dead simple. It gives you all of the ideas or the ingredients of things that you can change in that particular bill. Mm-hmm. And somebody might read the book. You might flip through and say, oh, I don't even have a car. No problem. It's like a cookbook. You just flip to the next recipe. Ooh. You may say, I'm already doing that one. No problem. You don't have to grind through some long story. Wow. You can flip through just like a cookbook highlight the one. And most people will say probably six, seven or eight recipes. They'll say, whoa, didn't think about that one. Didn't mm. know that was possible. Well, let me go make that change.
1: Love it. I love that you break it down. And again, inch by inch, it's a cinch, right? So how about for um, the elderly out there that maybe didn't do right with their money? They didn't have the money consciousness. Um, you know, people are hitting them up all the time. They're just kind of giving it away. Let's say maybe they're 55, 60 years old. And, you know, it, it, will your book help them as well um, get over and maybe, you know, I'm not going to say retire rich or anything like that, you know, Gordon, but like, you know, just help them out and then move forward. Is it ever too late is what I'm asking?
0: Yeah, never too late. I mean, the best time was 20 years ago. Sure. Best time, of course, right now. So everyone at every stage can benefit. If you're 25 years old, you've got this massive duration of compounding. That's going to go all the way out through your life. Sure. If you're mid-cycle, you're 40 years old, you're 35, household formation, you've got kids, you're trying to get cell phone bills, you got all kinds of bills. When you get up into late 50s, early 60s, and let's not call that elderly. No,
1: I feel you because I know. I mean, I'm 50, so <laughs> I got gotcha. you.
0: So, but at that stage, hey. You want to do a couple things. First of all, you still have a long compounding period because if you're 60, you're going to need money when you're in your 70s, in your 80s, and hopefully in your 90s. So right. you actually might have 30 years of compounding time. But the other thing you want to do is you want to lower that burn rate. So if you didn't save enough and you're in a bit of a challenge situation, you don't have much of a pension, you don't have much in your Roth IRA, your 401k. Well, here's an opportunity to lower that burn rate. If you can lower that burn rate, that's going to stretch that money out and Love reduce the financial pressure. So, yes, it works for every age group.
1: What's your take on um, financial advisors? Like, how do you feel with them? Should we look at them as allies, or do you cover that in the cookbook, cash in cash flow cookbook, or how? Because I, I get hit up all the time with people saying, "Oh, let me manage, let me manage," and. You know, luckily, I was financially raised later in my 20s. I didn't when I was younger. I love my father and everything, but he worked on the line at General Motors. Lack was v- very common in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no lattes, there was none of that. As I got older, I had uh, two gentlemen that really helped me uh, understand financial education. And that's why I pay it forward now with uh, I go to a high school, I teach the kids. Right. And here's a checkbook. And I know it's all done online, but this is how you balance it. You know, this is what you do. So, you know, let, let, let's unpack that maybe a little bit with, you know, moving forward with our youth in, in, in leveling up, you know, the future of you and me, the people that are going to be taking care of us.
0: Yeah, I think by far the vast majority of people can benefit by having mm-hmm. a quality financial advisor looking out for their money. And there's a lot of popularity this notion of, oh, you know, your advisors costing you a percent or one and a quarter percent. Look how much that adds up to over time. Right. Think a bit about, you know, when COVID hit, the markets plummeted by 30%. Mm. And what do you do when the markets drop by 30%? Do you sell everything? Because what if this really is Armageddon? Mm-hmm. Or do you hang on? Or do you buy more? And it's very hard to weather that emotional storm. right? I think 95% of people... And, you know, yes, you could say, okay, when things are cruising along and the economy is moving along nicely, things are growing, inflation's low, you know, could you just leave things and not be paying those advisor fees? Sure, you could. But the problem is when these things hit, when 9-11 hits, Mm -hmm. it stops on the radio for several months, literally. Right. And things change. It's very hard to weather that. It's people, it's challenging for people, plus the knowledge, you know, um, were you aware of I-bonds? Were you able to get in on things that made sense? Were you uh, watching when things were getting overheated and overvalued? Right. So all these are opportunities where a wealth advisor, I think, can really help people. I was just going
1: to say, because all of that stuff to me sounded foreign, you know, but the wealth advisor speaks that language and they're truly looking out for your best interests. Um, they'll do that. So have you seen the movie Back to the Future, Gordon? Of course. All right, let's get that DeLorean with, with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the double deuce, the 22-year-old Gordon Stein. Yeah. What kind of knowledge nuggets, not to change anything, really, but to maybe help him last through, level up, or maybe shorten the learning curve just a little bit, what what might you tell him?
0: Well, I laugh because I often think that I wish I would have read Cashflow Cookbook when I was <laughs> 22. <laughs> so. Right. Um, you know, there's so much of this. You know, one thing is you don't really realize that power of compounding. You don't realize this notion of being careful with your money. I remember when I first started working and I was in Canada actually at the time, and you could set aside a part of your paycheck to buy Canada savings bonds and they paid 3%. So I thought, well, I, I'm going to save. And at the end of the year, my $100 is worth 103. Who cares? Right. What no one explained to me is that that $100 would be worth, you know, $400 or $800 down the road. And that makes sure. a huge difference. So I didn't understand that, you know, being smart about your money, understanding that every bill that you have can be reduced. It's not about being cheap. It's not about yelling or screaming at people. It's about being a little bit smarter. There's always a smarter way to do things. There's always a smarter way to invest. There's always a smarter way to buy something. And I wish I would have seen that back then. And that would have made a big difference. That,
1: that That's amazing. You think you would have listened Sorry, say it again. You think you would have listened? Uh, No. Me neither. I I say I look back, man, and wrote that letter to myself a couple times, and you wouldn't have. But uh, luckily, I had people that kind of grabbed me when I was 27. So "Listen, this is what you do. (laughs) Love it. So how does Gordon want his Dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date, your death date. Hopefully, it's way down the road. But how does Gordon want his
0: Dash remembered? I think helping people, um, you know, that's my mission. When I when I look at people in general, I'm shocked at people, so many people unhappy in their marriage, unhappy in their career. They're struggling financially. Um, they're not looking after their body, diet, exercise, all of these things. They're not enjoying music, either playing music or listening to music. They don't have a spiritual outlet. They're not enjoying the beauty and nature and the world. They're missing so much. So I think of that as a wheel. People need help all around that wheel. Love it. I somewhat randomly picked the personal finance piece because it's a big piece. Sure. And psychiatric associations says this is our number one stress. So if I can help people with their number one stress, can they level up? Can they can they shine? Can they live their best life? That's the dash for me.
1: I love it. it and it, you coach with yours, kind of like I do with, you know, you. I I, like, I liken it to a jazz band. I love ba- Love jazz. Like everyone says, balance in life. Balance is zero. I have balance when I'm dead, right? Where if you take your work, that might be the drums. Your family might be the guitar. Your finances might be the horns. You know, your investments might be the piano. If one of those is out of tune, you sound like junk, right? So right. I really work with my clients to stay with harmony versus balance, and I think that you do a lot of that too with within your uh your cash flow cookbook. Um, You get that harmony within the different. You said six pillars, right? The different six pillars that are out there. I love that you do that. So, Gordon, what do you think people misunderstand the most about you?
0: Um, I don't know. Hopefully, nothing. Um, I think a pretty uh, transparent
1: guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, around the content, um, it's not about being cheap. It's not about compromise. There's an easier way to do things, and I think most of life works that way. You know, mm. I mean, exercise isn't grueling and boring and hard. It just means you didn't start the way right way. Right. You didn't come in with the right motivation. You didn't stay with it long enough. You didn't realize the long-term benefits. Right. You know, I'll give you a quick example. Please. Often I'll do this from my office, which doubles as my guitar studio. So instead of a pool table, I've got uh six guitars. This isn't a virtual background, neither's that. Right. But people always say to me, Wow, I love your virtual background. Well, it's not a virtual background, right. those are guitars. And then people say, geez, I wish I was musical. It would be so fun to play an instrument. And I say to them, I'm unencumbered by any kind of musical gifts whatsoever. I just play and I stay at it and I stay at it for more than a year, more than two years. And the more you try something and learn something, just like working out, it's the same thing as putting effort into a relationship. All of these things, they're really all exactly the same thing, to your point. And together, they form this symphony. They form this music which gives you a great life.
1: Yeah, beautiful harmony. And, and I love that when they all come together, they form that bliss, if you will, and, and you get rolling. Because even if you fall out of tune, if you are pers- keep on going, you're able to pull yourself back in. That, that's beautiful. So how about three things outside of computers, anything technology technological? What are three things that Gordon can't live without?
0: Can't live without, um, my relationships, you know, particularly my wife, my children and friends. I mean, that is the core of the whole thing to Meaty me,
1: baby. Yes, absolutely.
0: You know, second thing I think is, um, keeping my body in tune, you know, getting enough exercise, eating right. The difference is unbelievable. So Isn't I think that's, yeah. you have to right. invest in that. You only get yeah, one Ask your age. Time. I'm 61.
1: Wow, bro. Goals right there. Squat. You're watching goals right there. he has got 11 years on me, man. That's awesome. How about that third thing?
0: Um, I think the third thing is, um, you know, a passion, a cause. People need a cause. You know, I remember in the corporate world, I used to do a lot of talking about, hey, how do you motivate your team? And the way you motivate your team is they need a cause. You know, Um, a great example is I worked for Apple for a number of years. I ran the education and enterprise business for Apple. And, you know, people weren't fired up because we were selling iPhones and iPads because at the end of the day, it's just technology. Nobody cares. But the company had this mission about enriching people's lives. And, you know, we'd see kids in classrooms and they're using their iPads and they're fired up about they're not interested in the iPads. They're fired up about discovering Mars through some tools that they can use on the iPads. Right. Enriching people's lives. You know, I can check the weather. I can see. Am I going to play the guitar today? Am I going to work on some writing and do a blog post? Am I going to go kayaking? Right. You know, I can put a map I can figure out how far to go. So those kinds of tools enrich people's lives, but we need to re- enrich our own lives. We need to get our financial house in order. We need to invest in our body, and our relationships, and all these things. I think that's how you get to a place where you're feeling fulfilled and you're happy.
1: Love it, I love it, and that's I love that you say because you have to serve yourself first. I mean, it's a it's a cliche, but a lot of things are cliches and and, and worn out because they work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a it's the truth. It's because they work. And, and I just picked that up from a book by Steve Chandler last night, uh, 10 commitments to your success. And it was like, yeah, the things are said and played out, but they wouldn't stand the test of time unless they worked, right? And sure. I love that you, love, love, love that you said that, brother. And time to shine today podcast varsity squad. We are back. And Gordon. We're going to meet up one day. We're going to rock some stages. Um, as, you know through time, maybe over a brain grenade or uh, uh, Java or Kava. Uh, but you got five seconds to answer them with no explanations. You write a level up, and they can all be done that way, brother.
0: All right, let's hit it.
1: Let's do it, Gordon. What is the best leveling up advice you've ever received?
0: Um, I love that expression. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I love it, Henry Ford, baby.
1: Share yep. one of your personal habits that contributes to your success.
0: Uh, daily exercise, getting out Got and getting in them. at least 35 minutes a day, walk, bike, run, something. Love it. Got to have movement. Beautiful. So
1: other than your own book, Flow Cookbook, if you saw me walking down the street, man, Fergie looks like he's in his doldrums a little bit. What book might you hand me? Um,
0: I'll go back to an old one. Lewis Timberlake <laughs> wrote a book called Born to Win.
1: I and, I read a long time ago. Used emoji when you fabulous. text. It's fabulous.
0: The stories in there, you know the. Yeah. Thunders, they're amazing. Beautiful. What's the most
1: commonly used emoji when you text?
0: Oh, I think a smiley face. Beautiful. Nicknames growing up. I never had one. Really? No Gordy? No nothing? Well, Gord, Gordy, Gordo, ah. Gordie, lots of variations on Gord, but nothing other than that. Got it. Chess, checkers, or Monopoly. Oh, uh, chess, checkers, a Monopoly? I'd say chess. Beautiful.
1: There's what's your go-to ice cream flavor?
0: I don't eat a lot of ice cream, but if I if I splurge, I go pralines and cream. Beautiful. There's a
1: sandwich called the Gordo. All right, build that sandwich for me.
0: I love it. Well, I'd want to get some spinach in there, avocado, tomato, uh, maybe a slice of chicken in there, nice. and I like Nancy's mustard.
1: Beautiful. That is great mustard.
0: Favorite charity
1: and organization like to give your time or money to?
0: Um, I love the American Red Cross. Beautiful,
1: awesome. Last one, and you can you can elaborate. I'm gonna allow you to elaborate a little bit on this one. But what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s?
0: There's no doubt about that one. I'm gonna go 70s. All right. Why? The cars. The cars were way better than they are <laughs> today, much more imaginative. Yeah. um music uh, they don't make music like that anymore oh, you no know? man and it, it, it's crazy that the music now
1: they yeah. have hooks the hook comes from the 70s and 80s all these songs if you listen to them you know like uh kid rocks all summer long came from werewolf in london you know right. that song so i mean there's so many hooks that are going into songs now i absolutely love it so Gordon, how can we find you my friend
0: um check out cashflowcookbook.com just like it sounds mm-hmm. uh, you'll see links in there to get a copy of cashflow cookbook and i really recommend people invest in yourself start a library of personal finance books start with cashflow cookbook it's simple it's easy you can get rocking right away um and lots of uh podcasts have been on lots of videos on youtube etc but start with cashflowcookbook.com beautiful
1: beautiful and we'll get that in the show notes for people so You also are building out your, I absolutely love your website because it's so easy to access your blogs and and, and really get to know you as a person, not just, you know, some lack of a better term, douchebag that's trying to push, you know, how to make money. And I love it because you really dig deep and you give away so much freaking free content, man, which really helps people level up. But like, I I know that you're building a kind of a a part of your website and you're adding um, tools under the utensils, not utility squad. But you tell it, uh, utensils. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing with your site to really make it more accessible to put out more content.
0: Yeah. So, what's coming? Uh, part of it's there. There's going to be a whole lot more um, in what I call ingredients. So, ingredients are tools or other websites or things that you can use to free up cash flow. So, it might be something like a cell phone bill comparison tool that I like. So it's other people's things. There's um, a woman I worked with in the book. She's got a great uh, medical consulting company to help you with your medical bills. Mm. Huge percentage of them have errors. So whatever the bill is or whatever the expenses, there'll be something in ingredients and there'll be a Canadian ingredients and a U.S. ingredients to help people on both sides of the border. Then go there and find a tool, a utility, um, a third party, or maybe in some cases, it's something you might want to buy to save you money over time. So I that's the idea of ingredients.
1: That that's beautiful that you're you're putting that out and you're taking the time. It, it, it's such a go giver that you are that you're just kind of laying that out there and in, in referring other sites outside of you. One thing I did want to ask you, Gordon, um, is credit. Um, do you have anything in like a lot of people credit is their the heartbeat of them, uh, yep. you know, of their. Uh, their financial aid. Do you cover credit and if you
0: need to restore it as well? Yeah, that's in there. And it's okay. interesting. Funny you mentioned credit. So the first mm. six printing of the first six printings of the book, I neglected credit. Mm. and then I got dialed into the credit score. It is remarkable. Credit score can swing your car insurance by 30 to 50 percent, the cost. Yeah. It can your home insurance by 30 to 50 percent. It can swing the cost of your loans, the interest cost of your loans by up to 70%. Right. Everybody can access their credit score. I highly recommend, take a look, what is your credit score? You could have a couple of guys like you and I, Scott. One could be spending $1,000 a month more on interest, car insurance, and home insurance. Sure. One has a better score, and often they're full of errors. It's a great place to start. Beautiful. I I,
1: I absolutely love that. we're going to actually cut this part out and move it back into the interview, because that's something I should have covered a long time ago. So thank you for taking the time on that. So give me one last solid, Gordon, leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take with us, internalize, and take action on.
0: I'll give you a fun recipe for the book, and, and one that people often don't realize, and it's around clothing. And when I'm up on the stage, I'm talking about you know reducing the cost of clothing. You can just see people saying, well, no, I like having nice clothes. But the thing is, we only ever wear 20% of the clothing we buy. Wow. And our first reaction to that is no, no, that's not the case for me. I wear most of my clothes. Well, try it. You know, start of the year, turn your hangers all backwards Ooh. and see what gets. And every time you wear something, turn around the other way. I will guarantee you'll prove it correct. Hold a garage sale, do a clean out, you'll see, and try it again a year later. Yeah. We don't shop mindfully buy great clothes but just shop a little bit more mindfully you know we get fired up we're out there we find a a nice blue shirt on sale and we bring it home and we unwrap it we go to put it in the closet and you hang it right next to the almost identical blue shirt that you already
1: have (laughs) you're (laughs) so right right. you know it's so
0: right right and then you sell (laughs) it at the yard sale for pennies (laughs) on the dollar so again it's this pattern you live great you know i've got great Cars and great kayaks and beautiful pool table and all these things. Right. But I, it's smarter.
1: I, yeah, I love that you say that. And it, it, it's funny. It's, when I went back, when I used to go to all these seminars and stuff like that, one thing my mentors taught me is put your leave your checkbook in the car. Because back then we used to write checks for stuff, right? And so it would make me, and it was Michigan. So it's like, do I want to go down this elevator all the way out to my car? Is this product actually worth that trip? Right? right? And that it saved me from investing in things, you know, on down the road, I'm sorry, not investing in things that didn't help me. Um, but also, if I knew I wanted, I would go out in that blistery cold, get the checkbook and do it. And it, every single time I did that, the 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 course worked out for me. So uh, I, I'm glad that you said that about clothing. I'm going to have Susan, if you're listening to it, my, my lady Susan, uh, do that with her hangers and see what happens. <laughs> Just kidding. Honey. But uh, No, no, seriously, man. Thank you so much for coming on, Gordon Squad. We had just got a a free, free, free masterclass from a good friend Gordon Stein, who is the author of Cashflow Cookbook. And you know, he worked in high tech for for many years. Um, is always interested in personal finance. And he the big thing about him is he hated to see people struggle. He found ways to discount things, start with car washes and alarm system. And so what he started to do is put it in a spreadsheet and Sorry, and laid it out to someone that he really trusted. And he said, man, you have a book here. And he wrote that book. You know, and so many books say the same things over and over about giving up what you love instead of really, you know, having what you love and and being able to discount those things like he did, the alarm systems and the car washes. And one thing about it is these things are easy to implement. He, He reminds us that every single bill can be reduced if you really use his formulas within his book, Cashflow Cookbook. You know, and 90% of them can be done painlessly. That is painlessly, squad. You know, he wants you also to invest in learning about finances. And if you have kids, really make it a point to invest in them, to have them learn about finances. Okay, squad, it's very important. That's why I mentor kids these days. So they don't have to go through what I have to go to. And he doesn't look at financial advisors as the enemy, he, he, people are looking out for your money, and there's going to come time when they're speaking jargon and be able to shift in you into a product that's going to work for you. So do not be afraid of them. Make sure you vet them out, get referrals and whatnot, but make sure that you have a solid financial advisor. You know, He would tell his younger self to really learn about compounding and about finances, and that if you don't get your asking here, ask the right people, learn to be smart about your money. Always do things in a better and smarter way with your cash. You know, he wants to remember to something that helps people. He's generally planting trees that he's probably never going to sit in the shade of. He, his, your success is more important to him than telling you about his. You know, he, you want to motivate your team. If you're doing that and including motivating yourself, you need a cause. You need to enrich others and enrich yourself. Make sure you take care of your temple like my guy Gordon does. Is he gets moving every day, or like I do, I get up, I get hydrated, I get moving, and I get lit. Luckily, I'm in the Florida sunshine. I get to get that vitamin D into me. We want you to get up and be a person of motion. And, you know, if you're into clothes shopping, you know, we only really only wear 20% of the clothing we buy. has an awesome little uh hack here that we're in everything you buy, turn the, if it's a shirt, turn it the other way. And when you wear it, Turn it the way, the, the facing the other way. So you actually see how much you actually wear. Okay. And that's what my guy, Gordon, does, man. He levels up his health. He levels up his wealth. He helps you level up your wealth. And he's humble yet hungry. He's earned his varsity letter here at Time to Shine Today. Gordon, thank you so much for coming on, brother. I absolutely love your guts.
0: Oh, real pleasure. Thank you so much, Scott. Great to be you here. I love what you're doing.
1: Thanks. Chat soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter & Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.